Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Anatomy of a Movie. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Popcorn Talk's Anatomy of a Movie. Today, we are going to be talking about 7500, the new Joseph Gordon-Levitt film on Amazon Prime. I'm your girl, Trina Dong, and of course, I couldn't possibly sit and talk about this terrifying film all by myself. I am joined by the amazing Eric Jewell. Hi, Eric. Hello, everybody. How's everyone doing today? Yeah, this... I was getting very stressed while I was watching this movie, especially like the 20 minute mark in, I was already like, Ooh, this is, this is taking a much more serious turn than I was prepared for. The most, the most serious. Okay. Before we get into it, let's talk a little bit about the film. So like I said, it's available on Amazon prime. It's an Amazon prime original. Uh, It came out just a few weeks ago. It is directed and written by Patrick Volroth, who is a German director and writer Mm -hmm wrote and directed both the fi- or the film and it's his very first feature so that's pretty impressive for your first feature to start star joseph gordon levitt yeah wow. seriously and to do and most of the film in english exactly exactly it looks like mm-hmm. it was his first one in english yeah. so that is interesting and so a quick little synopsis a pilot fights to maintain control of his airliner as terrorists storm the cockpit Oh, no. (laughs) Please. Let's just talk quickly about your overall thoughts of the film. So overall for me, I did enjoy the movie. It was very stressful and exactly what they were going for with a terrorist film. Mm -hmm. But I would have to say easily the best part of the movie for me was Joseph Gordon-Levitt. We are with him for 95% of the movie like only the first like three minutes don't really feature him. And I really think if he didn't have as strong of a performance in this movie, I might've just turned it off at like certain points just because I did enjoy the movie, but his performance really was what kept me invested. And it's really what kept me like interested in watching it for the whole time. Really? What did you think of it? Right. I, okay, first of all, so I hadn't heard anything of this movie. I had to take Mm -hmm. a really deep dive to see what's recently come out that we could watch and that we could chat about. And so I saw this movie and I saw that it starred Joseph Gordon-Levitt and I was like, why don't we know that this exists? So we'll get into that part a little Mm -hmm. bit later, but I didn't read up too much on it before I hit play. And wow, very off-brand for me to be watching this because (laughs) I am afraid of everything. So now when I hear 7500 on a flight, I don't know what I will do. <laughs> but before, yeah, you're gonna panic. I didn't have to know. Yeah. So that's something. And just so, just in case anybody missed that line, that is the big radar mayday that there are terrorists on board. 7500. Yeah, the more Overall, you know. Yeah. So too much. The more you know, too much. Uh, but overall... Yeah. It was a movie. So (laughs) let's go ahead and just get right into it. Just like you were talking about Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He is the driving force of this film. He's the reason why we watched the movie. He's probably the reason why everyone watched the movie, especially the times that we're in right now. We want to be watching happy, wholesome stuff for the most part. And this this was not that. This is a departure (laughs) from that. Exactly. So tell me what you thought about his character, about 
his what he added to the film Mm -hmm. kind of like what you were saying before just let's expand a little bit yeah so like uh, like trina said this is a movie about joe gordon levitt he is i believe he's the first i don't think he's technically the captain of the plane but he is the one flying the plane and obviously it gets taken over by terrorists at one point and the big thing that he did that stood out to me a lot of people if they'd have this role they're going to be panicking the entire time the really the other really good performance i can think of for this would have been tom hanks and captain phillips yeah kind of how both of them in their movies they panicked when it was appropriate to panic for them but when they had to sit down and focus they were able to put on their game face they knew exactly what they had to do but there were just so many very small moments that Joseph Gordon-Levitt did that I was like, that is not something most actors would really think about. Like there's a moment in the movie where the terrorists have a hostage. And when you're a pilot, if a terrorist takes over the plane, you under no circumstance are to open the door to the cockpit because you are risking the lives of everybody. Mm -hmm. And the terrorists keep saying, if you do not open this door, we're going to slit his throat. Mm-hmm. And one thing that Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character does that I thought really stood out, this probably goes more to the writing as well instead of just his, um, just his performance there. He turns off the camera so there's less, less kind of persuasion mm-hmm. for him to have a reason to open the door. Yeah. And I was like, that's just a very interesting addition that they had there that I don't think a lot of directors or actors would have done. A lot of directors and actors would have had us watch that entire thing play out on the screen instead of have them turn it off and we're just immediately back in Joseph Gordon-Levitt's head. Right. We're watching what he's going through, his pain. We're not seeing it through anybody else's eyes. But exactly. His. It's interesting that you said Tom Hanks because I was thinking 127 hours with, oh, yeah, I yes, was thinking it point, was too. like that kind of calm, mm-hmm. but it was the kind of calm that was pissing me off. <laughs> I was like I can see that yeah you're so and we know that he's like that because they opened the film with the banter between the captain and him so we know his how he portrays himself he stays quiet we know all of those things Mm -hmm. but and obviously they set us up but it kind of drove me crazy that there wasn't more you know react like big outbursts yeah but I I see where you're coming from in real life, though, that'd be really bad. Oh, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, yeah, when that's a good point where you said he's quiet for most of the movie. As far as I can remember, there were really only two times where he had major freakouts, yeah. which was the biggest one was he has a relationship with one of the women who is one of the stewardess on the plane. And there's a big backstory. They have a two-year-old child. They're not married yet, that he says, but clearly it's going in that direction. They have a two-year-old child. He, they clearly love each other mm-hmm. and there's a moment where the terrorists have her and that is when he finally emotionally breaks and that was the one scene for me where I was like okay I now see the I see yeah. more now the struggle that you are going through there mm-hmm. because it's like how do you make a choice in that situation and right. of course you're gonna have a big outburst like that right yeah, I also felt that was still not big enough. 
really okay yeah i was just like that is the mother of your child yeah and he was keeping it so i mean he was doing his job there mm-hmm. is no and that was i guarantee that's the act you know that's what he was going for and he did it perfectly right because i think that i'm supposed to be annoyed and angry that he wasn't being more human about it he was okay. being he was doing his job yeah i feel like you're right that is that would have been the situation where we as the audience can be like no you're not doing your job right now like you said this is the mother of your child you are allowed to completely break down right here like this is your safe space to cry to scream to yell to negotiate you you're exactly right there that's a very good point that i didn't really i wasn't really coming at it from that situation or from that direction yeah, I think I had so much time to just stare at him <laughs> and think oh, yeah. about like, what is going on? Why mm-hmm. are you doing this? Why are you doing that? That I just, I was getting so angry, but it's because, you know, from the perspective of someone, I watch a lot of K-dramas, okay? I watch a lot of <laughs> rom-com drama stuff. And so as a viewer of things like that, you want love to prevail. Like right. that's all I ever want is yeah. love to prevail, bad guy lose good guy win all of that so in that mindset I was finding it hard to believe but I also knew that if I was sitting on that plane he's who I would want I agree I think that's a very good point how you put that at the end there saying that that is what you would have wanted there you're right this would have been the moment where we're just like yeah you can lose your mind right here this is I'm assuming this is a person you are in love with right now yeah. This is the time where you are allowed to completely break down. Like it would be a great job for you right there. Let's talk about her for a second. So yeah, when we see her in the camera, in the footage, she's telling him, don't freaking open that door. Like, yeah, do not open that door because it seems as though she values the job and the situation more than herself just like he does Mm -hmm. and that another thing was absolutely heartbreaking and awful to watch because it's these two people giving each other up for two people for you know 200 or whatever it is on that plane yeah I I think they said the number was I believe they had 85 people on the plane and you're right I was thinking in that situation too like I don't know he has training So I'm Mm -hmm. assuming during like pilot training, they talk about what you're supposed to do, how you react if people ever do take over the plane that you're on. Yeah. So I was thinking, okay, if I was a pilot, if I had this training, I would do everything in my power not to open up the door because it's like, it's your life right there. But then it's also, how can you justify in his shoes right there? How can you justify saving one person's life instead of saving the other 84 people that they're going to die if these terrorists crash the plane. So he's really in an impossible situation right there. And it's made only worse by the fact that this is someone who he loves. Like, how do you make an impossible decision like that? Especially Mm -hmm. they give him like a 10 second window for that. Like, how can you possibly make that? But no, you're right. I think it was it was very interesting that the director gave her the line saying, don't open the door, mm-hmm. take care of my child. As essentially, you're right. It was her giving him a way to get out of the scenario. 
Yeah. And it's like, I don't know if I would have the strength to do that. So I'll be like, the- no, you open this door. <laughs> you let me live right now. Yeah. I'd be freaking out in the opposite direction that she was. Yeah. But she had, you know, well, her character, the forethought to know if that door is open, everyone's going to die anyway. Yeah. And again, it's a complete catch 22. Like either way you are losing like in this yeah. scenario, I really don't know how no, to make yeah. that choice. But I think they had a very good setup for their relationship at the beginning of the film, where mm-hmm. it's just the two of them talking in the uh, in the cockpit, and they're just mm-hmm. like, "Oh, we messed up! Like it's a disaster. We don't have the school like for our child to go to." Uh-huh. And Joe Gordon Levitt's like, "No, it, like it's okay. It's not a disaster." And just how he was able, because she was not getting into <sighs> hysterics. But she was like freaking out a little bit more. And he yeah. was the more calm one being like, I was just from that interaction. I was like, all right, these two have been together for a while. They both know how to react when the other person is acting this way. So I was like, oh, good. That was a quick and easy way for them to establish that them as a good couple. And then right. I, I really bought them. And so when oh, he had sure. to make that choice, I was like, oh, God, this is this is terrifying. S- so sad and he had to watch it like he had to see the oh my gosh so yeah sad but again such a good performance from absolutely that because you can you know he's a little bit socially awkward he's a little bit yeah. quiet and so in a, you see the development of that personality from the very beginning even when she was the other uh flight attendant asked what he wanted for dinner yeah and he was just like i'll just have a sandwich of water thank you you know all yeah, of right. these moves were very simple and yeah. small and kind of closed up so i'm glad they did that at the top but one thing i wanted to talk about about the beginning was the character development of the captain so yeah we developed they developed the heck out of that character they gave him three minutes yeah they gave him this very specific personality Mm -hmm. this very specific opinion and we knew exactly who this guy was and then they took him away from us yeah what do you think the point of that was I really I was actually thinking of that right after like he died I was like interesting Mm. like he was only there for a little bit but I thought it would have been a much more interesting choice for the movie. Yeah. If he was still there, he like, clearly because he was stabbed and he was bleeding out. Mm-hmm. I think I would have preferred it to have him still be alive, just kind of barely holding on. And you're right, Joseph Gordon Levitt's character was a little socially awkward. And mm-hmm. I would love to have a dynamic of Joseph Gordon Levitt's character still trying to keep the plane going, dealing yeah. with the terrorists outside of the door while also trying to talk with the other captain like to keep him conscious and keep him alive sure so i yeah. really would have liked to have seen i think that would have added another really interesting dynamic because he's got the dynamic of i'm focusing keeping this plane up i'm trying to negotiate with the terrorists so they don't kill any hostages i'm just trying to land us so those are really his only two goals there i would have loved if they had kept the other captain alive to have another goal and kind of so he can have someone else to bounce off of a little bit. Yeah. Like we saw That's, the captain. Yeah. Like we saw that the captain at the beginning, because they were missing two people on the plane, and he's just like, oh, I would have loved to have just gotten rid of their luggage 
to teach teacher. them a lesson. And I was like, you, they were- What are we like, Yeah, they were five <laughs> minutes late for the flight and you want to get rid of their luggage completely mm-hmm. and ruin their trip or whatever. So do you think we were supposed to feel super upset when we lost him? I don't know what we were supposed to feel. When he died, I was like, what was the point of all of that that we just invested in this person? Yeah. And, but I do, your point though, if he was to stay alive and to stay- up enough to share opinions I think it would have been more interesting just like hearing more people and there would be a total juxtaposition to their opinions of how to handle the situation and then there would have been some more conflict but internal conflict with Mm -hmm. people on the same side and we would have seen Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character to be able to prevail a little bit more then struggle only and then Mm -hmm. keep failing so we would have at least seen something there but yeah I have no idea if we were supposed to care about him at all I just did I wanted to hear what he was going to keep saying throughout and then they just they took it which I guess there are some deep (laughs) meanings to that I suppose but yeah I would say I would I didn't super care that we lost him because like, yeah. you're right. How he was kind of built was like, Oh, you're, you're kind of a jerk. Mm-hmm. Like he's kind of like the lovable ish one. He's clearly been doing this job for years. So he gets frustrated when things don't go perfectly, like on a plane, I, like ideally things should mm-hmm. work perfectly on a right. plane, like on a flight. So I get how he gets annoyed, mm-hmm. but I would say the feeling I had more when he died was just more of shock. Like, oh, I wasn't like, oh, dang, we lost him. I was so invested in his character. I was more like, oh, that was, I was surprised that it happened so quickly. Right, right. That's more how I felt. Exactly. There was just no, that for, that bothered me until the very end. Because I was waiting, yeah, I was waiting for him to come back somehow. Okay, yeah. (laughs) And to have some sort of meaning in our lives in this movie. Right. Um. Let's move on to the terrorists themselves. So we have these two main guys after the first, or after, there were three originally, and then one guy got taken out by Joseph Mm -hmm. Gordon-Levitt pretty quickly. Yeah. So then we have the two. We have the guy that clearly is the brawn behind the operation and will do whatever it takes to take Mm -hmm. everybody out. And then we have the guy that was clearly forced to be there, going with it, going with it, the adrenaline of it, and Mm. then the breakdown. What did you think of that setup and those two characters specifically and how they didn't really give us much of either of them except for slamming on the door Mm -hmm. and we were just supposed to just kind of understand what was going on I guess is the way to say it what did you think well I think the basic way that they summarized them was just like oh they're terrorists so they are clearly the bad guys Mm -hmm. and that's kind of like the easiest out for the um not I don't want to say out because that's kind of like yeah I don't really know how to describe it it. exactly but um the one character who I was I was shocked how invested I got into him was how do you pronounce uh Vidat. I believe yeah. that's how you pronounce him who is the main terrorist that we follow who is the one you're right who was reluctant to be a yeah. part of this the he good was, one kind of yeah as good as, as you, you could can have call had in that situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah 
he was the one of the three terrorists who I was more invested in because yes, like we said, he clearly didn't want to be there. You, that was a great way that you put it. It was more of the adrenaline pumping yeah. him through everything. But what really invested me in it later was when he and Joseph Gordon-Levitt were sitting there together and he is the one who asks Joseph Gordon-Levitt, what's your name? Because I was like, oh, that's interesting that your plan is you're going to have everybody on this plane killed anyway. So why are you getting starting to talk with someone? Because that's just going to make it harder for you to kill them later. So I was very, like, I was surprised that he was the one who started the conversation. And you find out that they're practically neighbors. Like, they know he knows where the park is that Joseph Gordon-Levitt went to (sighs) with his child. And I, calling back to that later... I think it was very smart when Joseph Gordon-Levitt's like, you know me, like, I have a son, like, you know the park I go to. So I was like, oh, it's interesting that the terrorist brought that up at the beginning and Joseph Gordon-Levitt brings it back at the end to try and throw the terrorists off a little bit more. What did you think of them? Well, my mind during what you just said about the park automatically went to there's going to be a sequel. Everybody lives. <laughs> this guy gets away. He finds him. He chases him around town. We meet the sun. Yeah. Like, that's what I thought of immediately. And I got nervous because I don't yeah. want to watch that because <laughs> it scares me. But I thought that it was too bad that we didn't give them life earlier. Like we, they didn't give them I can see that. Pers- personalities. They didn't give them anything specific for us to work with obviously we hate them we don't want them to be there but we'd like to know a little bit more than just slamming of things they threaten you know to kill people but we probably don't get that in real life either but that's kind of not the point we're sitting there with only joseph gordon levitt this whole time Mm -hmm. we that's all we have so i would have liked more but i did like when he came in and we were able to humanize the situation a little bit and Mm -hmm. recognize that this was a big gigantic mistake that this guy made but now we've got consequences and now we have to try to live through it no I think that's I think that's a good point that you say that there were consequences for him because there's a point where Joseph Gordon-Levitt's on the phone with him saying you don't want to do this do you you can stop him you can stop everything that's going on right now like he has a piece of glass to like a woman's neck right now you can try and overpower him and help us out doesn't like clearly like they still go through the stuff but then the scene where he calls his mom yeah I thought that was a very surprising addition to put there because by the way that he was talking it sounded like his mom knew what he was doing because the phrasing of the sentence is mom I trusted them and like they lied to me or something along those lines yeah so to me I was like that's interesting you had been thinking of doing about this Mm -hmm. Uh, you've been thinking about doing this these guys somehow must have coerced you yeah you're now a part of this and yeah like it's like I don't it was very odd to me like you're right they were trying to humanize him more by involving his mom yeah and I was like that as far as I can remember like any terrorist type movie I've seen has never really involved like the we don't go there yeah like a parent like that like maybe they might pull out a picture of like a wife and a kid or something to remember why they're Mm -hmm. doing things but I was like the fact that they had a mom on the phone 
that was a twist that I, not a twist, but that was something added that I was like, that's interesting. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen that before. No, because you want to make sure that those people don't get those moments. But exactly. the facts are, is that they do have those moments. And yeah, like they probably do. Exactly. And they're doing this thing that they're doing it for whatever reason, whether it's religion yep. or choice or, you know, whatever it is there are other sides to everything and I don't right. want to make they're not the good guy absolutely not but everybody has a thing that we I, I would even at least like to know I agree um, let's give some shout outs because we have people in the chat I'm so sorry I didn't look until now-ish uh, but we've got Nepster and Drew hello we've got Lucas Brown and of course we've got our very own Brian Santos checking in on us and yeah thanks for tuning in guys of course please if subscribe watch the rest of the popcorn talk shows everything's so good if you're listening <laughs> on apple music or apple podcasts give us a five star rating five star rating guys they're great they help out so much exactly and we will get to ratings of this movie in just a second but one thing i want to talk about really quickly is the lack of marketing and advertising behind original content for yeah. all of these Amazon, Netflix, Hulu. I think Hulu probably does the best, to be honest. Uh, yeah, I'm debating whether Hulu or Netflix does the best for theirs. Netflix definitely advertises their original TV shows more. Yes. But like, yeah, original movies on Netflix, I'm like, oh, what is, what is this? Yeah. Why, where did it come from? Mm -hmm. I just think that it would be, it's Joseph Gordon-Levitt. We were talking before the show. He, within this decade, at least the beginning of the decade, he was one of the biggest stars. Yeah. And he has been a star since he was a teenager. And he's a big deal. Had I seen a billboard, a commercial, I would have wanted to see what he's up to in this movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What do you think about all of these originals that are coming out? Most of them are certainly worth watching. Why do you think we're not seeing them? What do you think the strategy is? Do you like it better that it's more hidden jemmy? What do you think? I'm I'm very kind of of two minds for this. I definitely yeah. think Netflix and Hulu, I'm not even including Disney Plus like in this streaming thing because it's different. Exactly, it's Disney. Everyone knows what they're creating all the time. They're always advertising. But yeah. Netflix and Hulu, I definitely think I see more advertisements for them like Ozark, Orange is the New Black, two huge things for Netflix that I do see ads for. Yeah. Hulu, Hulu, I feel like you have to be watching on their streaming mm. service to see any ads for their shows. Like the okay. new show, um, Solar Opposites. I didn't see any ad. It's a new animated show um, from <laughs> okay. the creators of Rick and Morty on Hulu. Oh. It's a Hulu original. There you go. I didn't see any advertising for that uh -huh. unless I was watching Hulu. Like, I didn't Got see it. any advertisements, like, on TV, on YouTube. So, like, mm -hmm. that's interesting. But, yeah, you're right. Amazon Originals? No clue. I know nothing about them. I had no clue what this movie was, who was in it, until our producer, Ryan, texted me last night saying, hey, do you want to watch this movie? And he said, <laughs> 7500. And I was like, is that the time that we're filming the episode? I was like, what is, Ryan, what's the name of the movie? Y'all know Ryan. He speaks in code. We don't know. Yeah, I was like, it I don't know anything. what you're referencing. <laughs> like, oh, that's the movie. And I was like, never would have guessed that. But no. for I I don't think that it's a money reason. Like all of yeah, these streaming no. services have, especially Amazon, 
a billion dollar company, there's no way they don't have the money for marketing. So I really have no idea why we don't hear about any original projects. Some of them are really, really good stuff. And some of the bigger name things like Manchester by the Sea, that gets a theatrical thing, like a theatrical. Of course, exactly. Or Britney runs a marathon. That's that's a good example. Like yeah. we just, I, I really have no idea. You could get so much more traffic to your sites. You'd have so many more eyes on your projects if you just put up a single billboard. And more people would pay. Ad. Exactly. Like it's yeah. just more money for you. I really don't understand. What are your opinions on that? I have no idea. There's no reason why, especially this movie specifically, why you wouldn't put Joseph Gordon-Levitt on a big billboard and say, look what he's up to. Yeah. It wasn't, we'll get to ratings in a second, but it wasn't uh, this flop of the century. Yeah. And so, this was like a first time director. He's done shorts and stuff, but this is a German director, which props to him for making most of this movie in English. Right. So like, that's a big hurdle there too. But you could have been advertising. It was a first time director in doing an Amazon original that got Joseph Gordon-Levitt. That's Fine. a big brawl that you could advertise. Exactly. It goes not to for some reason. And so I think I'm sure you and people like us that like watching movies, that like watching TV, have, you know, gotten in the habit of the search, digging, just digging and digging for what there even could be because movies are coming out weekly, sometimes daily in certain weeks. And so it's crazy. So if you're watching, all of you, please let us know more and we'll watch more. Yeah. And like, you know, we're still stuck out. at home. I will watch any yes. original that I can find right now. And, you know, we might be stuck here until 2025. So, like, we need five <laughs> years worth of content. I knocked on wood. Hopefully that's not yeah. right. Hopefully I didn't just cause that, but <laughs> you can blame me later. Okay, let's get into ratings. So, let's first talk about what the people have said. Yes. The people, in quotes. So, Rotten Tomatoes first. The mm-hmm. they have a seventy percent score from critics and yeah. a sixty percent audience score. Now the audience score is only one hundred and fifty nine mm-hmm. people viewing it, so something to keep in mind. And then the IMDb score, which went up point one from last week, is oh, at did six. It really? Yes, it did. It's at six point two out of ten now. Okay, I. I'm not surprised by the IMDb and the audience score. I'm a little surprised by the critic score. I am too. I would think critics would tear this puppy up just for something fun to do. Yeah, (laughs) I really thought this was going to be a little bit of a mess for them. A rough one, yeah. Well, let's talk about it. We're going to give our ratings on the IMDb barometer out of 10. What did you think? Yeah, I'm I'm surprised as well. I am shocked that it had a 70% on yeah. Rotten Tomatoes because like I said at the beginning, I probably would have turned this off if it weren't for yeah. how good of a performance I thought Joseph Gordon-Levitt was giving. I am probably much closer to the IMDb score. I would probably give this about maybe a six. I'm, I, actually, I might agree with them with like a 6.2. 6.2, he says, kicking yeah. it with the Ryan Nelson decimal system. <laughs> Got it. I agree, but I am going to go 5.5. 5. 
I'll, wow. do, the, I'll do a okay. decimal as well under a six because six I still consider a movie that I could potentially rewatch in a certain mood hmm. okay I see that this movie was not terrible by any yeah. means but it's so specific you have to want to watch a movie like this in this genre yeah fear terrorism you know blood action and it's just not my bag yeah i i get where you're coming from where you have to be in a mood for this because yeah i'll make again the i'll make the comparison to captain phillips that was also a terrorist attack granted on a boat but there was news about that and there were more things you could talk about whereas this is a fictional event that happened and you are just with the pilot I think maybe if we had gone back and forth between the pilot, maybe seen some of the people in like the flight control booth, maybe check in on some of the um, passengers in the back, Mm -hmm. that would have bumped it up a little bit higher. Maybe you would have gotten over a six then because you have more people to check in on. But yeah, yeah, the biggest reason I even give it over a six is just because I really do think Joseph Gordon-Levitt gave a really good performance. Yeah, he's so good. Just simple as that he's so good everything else just so specific but I think you're right yeah if we would have gotten some passengers and there would have been people with redeeming qualities right. that we could feel an affection toward because I didn't even really feel a full affection toward Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character because he didn't let us yeah you're right like you said before he was very clo- he was very closed off a very quiet person like we said yeah. the only time we really get big emotion from him is the big outburst that happened because of his um, girlfriend. So yeah, yeah, maybe if they had given a few more bigger, like humane moments like that, we could have felt more for the movie with him. Exactly. All right, guys, that is it for this episode of Anatomy of a Movie 7500. We do encourage, give it a watch because our opinions are certainly not the only opinions. And this movie is very entertaining in its genre and give it a go again jgl kills it we love you you're amazing so give it a shot where can all the people find you yeah thank you guys for having me on today you everybody you can find me on instagram and twitter at eric jewel 11 uh go ahead tweet me dm me your thoughts on this movie send me some originals that are hidden that you think are really good and i'll try and give them a watch Oh, and you also host. Oh, right. Yes. And you guys can find me every Monday on AfterBuzz Animation hosting the Avatar The Last Airbender rewatch show. Yesterday, we just finished the season one. Oh, we just finished season one doing our rewatch there. It was amazing. Next week, we're going to either pick up on season two or we're going to do a review of the live action movie. So tune in for that, guys. Ooh, which is it going to be? Don't miss out, everybody. Y'all can find me on Twitter and Instagram at HeyTrinaDong. You can find me on Anatomy of a Movie. You can also find me on the Snowpiercer After Show right now and K-Pop News Weekly. That's it for this episode of Anatomy of a Movie. We will see you guys next time. Bye! From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network.